How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. And of course, as always, I am your host, Dr. Rob. What is going on and where have you been? Now, you might be wondering, you might be wondering, where have I been? Because I have not been on the pod mic in a consistent fashion due to what has been happening in my life lately. And so, in the words of Michael Jackson, can it be I stayed away too long? Did I leave your mind when I was gone? Ow, I had to get that out. So, I certainly hope I didn't leave your mind when I was gone, and you did not leave my mind at all. I think about you every day. What can I say to you to that will serve as a uh, beacon of light in your life? And so, that's why I'm back on the pod mic today. But, B-U-T, I have to say, there is a lot that goes into to podcasting, as easy as it may sound like it is or seem to be. But most of all, as a podcaster, you have to be able to, be able to get to the mic amidst sometimes monumental challenges in your own life. Yeah, you got to fight through the stuff in your own life to get to the mic, get to the pod mic. And so I make no excuses, but for the past two weeks, I have been dealing with the rapid deterioration, or let me just, let me just say that again. I have been dealing with the rapid deterioration of my once healthy and viable father. Now, with that said, that makes for a, a great you know, prelude into the topic of this podcast today, which is what do you do when your parent becomes the child? Wow. That was deep. I feel you. If you agree, I feel you. So what is happening now, as I mentioned a second ago, I'm in the midst of dealing with the rapid deterioration of my once viable and very healthy father. 
He is 89 years of age, and just this past September in 2022, several months ago, he was his usual viable and active self as an 89-year young man. And today, he is not that man anymore. And that is the reason why I, I previously stated that I have been dealing and witnessing the rapid deterioration of my father. Now, you may wonder, what do I mean when I say the rapid deterioration of my father? Now, he's not dying of cancer, and he is not internally ill, nor has, nor has he been given, you know, only days or weeks to live by his doctors. So what I mean is that my father both physically and optically, the way he looks has changed drastically in a matter of months from September of 22 until up in the round early to mid-January of 2023. My father, who once lived totally independent in his apartment located in the Bronx of New York, where he drove, shopped, cooked, cleaned, and maintained his own hygiene, he has now been falling to the floor at least three or four times, you know, a day. That I mean, that happened on one day two Saturdays ago. He fell several times in his apartment. And at this point, he's going to the bathroom on himself, both urinating, defecating. I mean, this is where we are, you know, near the, the end of our own life cycle, contingent upon whether or not we even live that long to enjoy this somewhat miserable experience. And, and let me also mention, you know, that he has sustained injuries when he has fallen you know, over the past several days. And so now he can no longer cook for himself, clean himself, or barely hear, as my father is also legally and medically deaf. He uses a hearing aid to facilitate his ability to communicate with with us. And so with that said, that explains what I mean by not only the rapid deterioration of my father's health, but also seeing my father regress to a totally dependent phase of his life cycle. As he, as he now, you know, he's just like an infant child who is dependent on others to cook for him, to feed him, bathe him, and clean for him. I'm not really sure if you feel me on that. And so, I'm just at, you know, I'm at a loss for words because, you know, when I think about where we are today with my father, you know, it brought up a memory of a discussion I had with my father a very, very long time ago. 
regarding, you know, the time when his life may come down to surviving on a respirator or something like that due to some illness other than COVID, but, you know, more related to um, unforeseen occurrences or just the evolution of his life. We had this discussion, and he, he said back then, he said, Rob, if I ever get to the point where I am on a respirator, just pull the plug, man, just pull the plug. He said, I do not want to stay alive under those circumstances. It would just be my time, so pull the plug, son. That's what he said, pull the plug and let me go. And I remember that today just like it, like it was just like he told told me yesterday. And so, although, you know, my pops is not on a respirator, nor, as I said, is he dying from cancer or something like that, but he is in somewhat of dire straits, if you will, or a situation that he is currently, you know, in a nursing home for physical therapy to to facilitate his ability to get stronger and potentially return home to his apartment. Now, of course, that is my hope for my father. However, the reality of this situation seems at this point that my father may never return home. And not right now. I'm not saying that right now because, you know, my concern or fear of him dying, but because of his inability to care for himself at all. I must add that he is, you know, my father is in his right mind, but physically he is not in the right body to do what he wants to do and what he needs to do in order to care for himself. And so, although I do, you know, I do not have to pull the plug on my father's life at this point, you know, as if he was on a respirator, I do have to consider whether or not I have to pull the plug on my father being able to go back to his place of residence versus, or you know, staying at the nursing home for the remainder of his life. And as his, and I mean, this is basically due to the fact that, you know, he doesn't have any wife at home or, or children who came back home to, to stay with their parents. He lives alone. And his apartment is not properly equipped with, you know, 24 hours of care, you know, for my father, who, as I said, he lives alone in his apartment. And so with that said, I'm going to step aside and let a promo in and we'll pick up we'll pick up the discussion on the other side of the break. Have you read any good books lately? Your host Robert T Gardner Jr, also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective 
about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. All right, welcome back, and thank you for arriving with me on this topic today. You know, I'm not sure if this is sad for you or something that makes you mad, glad, or sad, Um, but I, I think it's a good time to laugh, you know, because it's a tough subject for me, but it it, it doesn't um, overwhelm me, if you will, or, you know, burden me to have this discussion, you know. But however this you receive this discussion, I'm just saying, eh, I think it's a good time to have a laugh because I believe in laughter. I believe in laughing. I have always been a funny guy. You know, and um, I just think it's time just to laugh. Think of something funny and uh, give yourself a good laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Was that good enough? I mean, you feel you feel like you thought about something funny? To get that out, get that out. You know you're laughing good when you're laughing, and then you go, ah. That's like when, when, whatever you saw or whatever was said, that's when it's funny. You know when you go, ah. You know that 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 laugh. You just you're still laughing, but now you're trying to breathe. You know what I'm saying. And so, getting back to the topic. When your parent becomes the child, what should you do? What to do? You know what I'm saying. So anyway, my father also once told me that he will not give up his independence. I mean, he he was serious. I mean, he was, he adamantly vowed not to give up his independence. And he's saying this in the context of knowing that he's getting older. I think he probably Probably was about 86 or 87 when he told me that. And so he said, Rob, I will not give up my independence. But, B-U-T, now my father is totally dependent on others. And he is independent no more. And for him and for me as well, it's a very sad sight to see. I mean, it was just in September of 2022, as I previously stated. And now in March of 2023, just six months later, my father 
is now my child, it seems, to care for, you know, on every level of his life, you know, medically, logistically, bathroomly, materially, and in all other ways to ensure that he is comfortable and that his life, you know, it, it experiences the least amount of stress. Although this nursing home situation for my father, because he wants to be home, he's he's putting himself through a lot. I mean, he has said to me, Rob, get me out of here. I want to go home. They can't keep me. Rob, it's, you know, I'm not going to get arrested if I don't stay. I can sign myself out. Let me out, Rob. Rob, you're not helping me, Rob. This is These are the things he's saying to me, you know, when I visited him, feeling absolutely no control. And then he's calling on me and others to get him out of the, first it was the, the hospital and now it's the nursing home. And so it's a, it's a difficult time for my father. And, and so I just want to be the best that I can and do the best that I can for him. And so now if, if he has to remain in the nursing home, this is after the, you know, prescribed three weeks of physical therapy, that will be an arduous task for my father and for me because right now as I speak, he he is not a happy camper in, in the nursing home. But he has agreed to cooperate and receive the physical therapy and try to work his way you know, back to, you know, enhance or improve his physical capabilities to use his walker and move around his own apartment accordingly. And so here I am today dealing with the issues related to the end or near end of my father's life cycle as he has lived a full life and believe me, he did it his way. My father is the most non-negotiable individual I have ever met, okay? He will not compromise on anything that goes against what he wants to do. And and that has, trust me, this has nothing to do with his old age. He has always been this way. Now, it may be, you know, a, a tad bit worse now because he is, older, but he was like this when he was younger. And so even today, as he has no control over his current circumstance, he remains steadfast in his obstinance. And for all of the people working to do what is best for him, his lack of cooperation has a spiraling adverse impact impact on us as his as his su- support squad, and so it is what it is. But one thing is for sure: I have learned to believe that everything is going to be all right, and that right there is truly my life story. That everything, and I mean everything, has always worked out for me. I mean, I've had my share of 
grief, tragedy, shock, surprise, disappointment, brokenheartedness. That's, yes, I've had all of those experiences. But what I'm talking about is when I needed things to happen that would, you know, just perpetuate my my good experiences, my positive vibes, my positive view, and my hopes, everything, and I mean everything, has always worked out for me. And I believe this will play, play it out in the same way. And so I think I think that is why I talk with you about my knowledge, wisdom and understanding of life so that you may one day you that you may free yourself one day to always believe that everything is going to be all right, because it will be if you believe that what you do to make things happen that will work for you to make everything be all right, just as what I have done for for me in my own life. So no matter what my father feels or fights about where we go from here, him either being at the nursing home or him being at his home or his apartment, I believe that everything will be all right for my father and for me as well and that is my hope and that is my prayer and my wish and with that said i'm going to leave it right there and i want to thank you so much for tuning in to station bob once again my friend this is my 74th podcast and i could not and would not have been able to do this without you So thank you so much for your continued support. Thanks for any prayers you may send up or put up for my father. And most of all, thank you for being you and living your journey in the right way. Peace. P.S. Let me also say that this, I'm going to consider this part one of this podcast. And I plan to do a part too, which will be a discussion on my, you know, coming full circle in this experience with my parent now becoming my child, so to speak. No disrespect intended. That's just the reality of what happens when your parent becomes dependent and what it seems like. I don't feel like that, but that is the that's the reality. And so remember, in closing, my two favorite slogans. Now, how many people have two favorite slogans? You know, most hosts, TV hosts, they have one slogan. Well, I have two. And so the first is, love is an action, not a word, and it is not supposed to hurt. And the second slogan is, life is good. Even when it ain't. And on that note, I'll see you when I see you. Peace. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. 
If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work, Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace. Beloved.